And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian who reviews snack food on Instagram. Still number one for 2016, her own hair. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an IT professional whose greatest fear is being falsely accused of a crime, which is why he has never publicly smelt it. And if you ask if he supplied it, he'll just bolt and leap off the nearest 230-foot waterfall. It's Hashtag Al. And he's a producer who sounds like that guy on Intervention and acts like all the other guys on Intervention. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to flip up your skirt steak. I'm her husband, Daniel, and sometimes I can't believe how fortunate I am to have found such a beautiful woman I can pretend to listen to for the rest of my life. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little pretzel rods. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Keller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hi. Hi, Alan Moss. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. Have you been dining out at any more fancy restaurants? I've probably eaten like pounds of phlegm. (laughs) (laughs) But it was gourmet phlegm, so... Oh, boy. So I mentioned last week that Daniel and I went to dinner with my parents and my friend Trevor, and I felt like we were five of the most difficult people at a table. I was four of them. (laughs) You know what was so funny is because afterwards Trevor was like, oh, they must have hated us. And what really struck me was how I didn't even notice. (laughs) I was so used to it. You've been rosened. It's just, oh, we were? Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of questions. If you're waiting on our table, be prepared to run back and forth to the kitchen many times. Well, here's the thing. I would ask her a question, and then she'd be like, oh, I don't know. I can go back and find out. And I wanted to be like, that's not the only question. (laughs) So I would stockpile the questions. (laughs) If I were you, I would just sit a spell, let me get all my questions out, and then just come back with all the answers, or I could email you. (laughs) Yeah, you should fax them in ahead of time. (laughs) I really should. Do you know what Ayala does at restaurants? What? Like, she, the major conferring about what to order. Like, for sure, she has. To, we have to discuss what to order. And I, she always gets frustrated with me because she's like, well, what do you want to have? And I'm like, I'm just going to have the, you know, the clams or whatever. But I don't want to discuss it. I just, that's the thing I want. And then the waiter will come over and be like, what would you like? He doesn't know her name. I was going to say Miss Ofek or whatever. But like, what would you like? And she'll say, I'll have the steak, right? And I go, how would you like it? And then she'll look at me like I'm going to answer for her and I'll be like, how would you like it? Just fucking tell the dude how you want it. Like I'm supposed to go, well, this is a pretty good restaurant. So if you want it rare, you can order it rare or medium rare. But she, every time there's a question, she looks at me like, would you like that with balsamic or red wine vinegar? And she's like, looks at me and I'm like, which, which, which one do you want? Maybe she wants your that, opinion yeah, on what's that's best. That's actually because she respects your food decisions. I would be worried that like it's like balsamic. You'd be like, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you do that with the steak, yeah. honey. I, don't order the fucking. Yeah, balsamic. my mom does that with my dad too. A lot of like, how, like ask how how do I want that and how would he you know? Yeah, but why? Like you're you're an adult. Like you know what the difference is between like a well done steak and a medium rare steak. Because. Yeah, but don't you have a lot of opinions about which is better? A lot of value judgments about 
Yeah, I have I, I have an opinion and a value judgment about every single way you could order every single menu item. Judging things I don't know about. You. The Greg Heller story. <laughs> but, she doesn't want to be judged. But my point is that I, I was going to say thing. I wouldn't be judging her, but I when, would. <laughs> whenever, whenever Jenna and I go out to eat, we'll have a conversation. Oh, what do you want? This, that. We get it. Then I get my food and Jenna goes, I want what you have. Oh. Mm. Always. Why didn't you just order for me? Mm-hmm. And so now we just said, like, Jenna, this is what I'm going to do. My other option would be this, and I would get it this way. Do as you wish. But these are <laughs> I usually what I get do. that other thing, though, because I'm not good at ordering. I always mess up. See, I look at what Daniel and I are going to get at a restaurant is like a big puzzle. <laughs> what I'm going to get is like a big puzzle that relies on what he's going to get. Hence, I need to map out the whole thing, in, including what we are going to be getting. Mm-hmm. Right. If I was ordering, if I were ordering your portion, I would be like whatever the dish is, but every ingredient on the side. <laughs> Deconstruct it. Just give us little bowls of ingredients. Oh my God. That would be, that's my favorite way to eat. Just yeah. all assemble everything. Could you bring me everything and it's completely separated atomic particles uh, and I'll put them together oh as I see God. fit? Oh my God. That's like a new kind of molecular gastronomy. Right. <laughs> Literally just a vial of, of magnesium. I would love that. A vial, yeah. You're really agreeable though, Daniel, because you know, mm-hmm. you'll be like, so what are you thinking for appetizers? See anything you like? Now, is that because you've I've just worn you down, or is that never, normally your approach? I just don't have preferences, really. Oh, right, usually, you're not into food. Uh, yeah, ever. No. rare. Every now and then, I might, but uh, usually it's just like, yeah, whatever you get is probably good. So you know, whatever. Weird. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's so that's weird. So in, yeah, it's, it's so, so hard for me to understand. I don't get it either, and I find it infuriating at times. But <laughs> what? It's like it, I don't. Almost really. anything is gonna be fine. Mm. <laughs> Mm. No. no, I don't so agree with that sure. at all. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, why don't you just have the seared ahi tuna salad at California good. Pizza Kitchen? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like food in quotation marks. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll have the food. Is the food good here? Oh, he would love if he could just order the food. Honestly, one of the um, one of the listeners recommended Soylent. <laughs> And uh, I was all, I was down with that. That was good. Just you just want to be full, literally. Yeah, yes. I just want to be he full so I can move to, on. He just wants life. to not be hungry. Ugh. It's the, I, it's not at all how I go through life. I mean, not that doesn't mean so though. If I get a nice steak, I don't enjoy it. It's just that I, if I'm looking at a menu and it says like, uh, you know, scallops or you know chicken or steak it's like they're all probably good mm. so whatever but that's just not oh, true that's not true there's almost no restaurant where all three of those things would be exceptional at this well no, i do do that math if i'm at i yeah I, if it's at a place like i think we had this conversation last week del taco <laughs> yeah well no del taco has a good cheeseburger oh they have no. great fries great too scallops. great fries <laughs> but <laughs> scallops are off the charts. Can we get them as a sponsor? Uh, yeah, no. I will, if it's a seafood place, generally I won't order the steak. Although I did once, it was really good, and then I went back and it sucked. So mm. it was, it, you know. But yeah, you know. Anyway, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen you order something and be so unhappy with it you haven't continued to eat it. Have know. you ever been like, I can't finish this? It's probably so gross. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Although I don't know if I've ever done that either, come to think of it. But for different reasons. <laughs> I would not do it because I'd be like, this is gross, but I like the feeling of eating. You would not do it because you're like, uh, it's food. Yeah, well, what? The, actually, we went to, um, where did we go? 
I don't know what you're talking La- about. Morton's. Yeah. And uh, Trevor and I ordered the same thing. Uh, we both ordered the ribeye. I ordered it medium rare plus. I didn't even know they have these gradations. Uh-huh. Never heard of that. Medium rare plus. And he ordered it medium rare. And they brought minus. out. Minus. <laughs> no, he tried minus. And they like, uh-uh, rare plus. There's no minus. There's no negativity. Wait. I like th- it. Why, why can't you do the minus? They just because don't. it's the same thing as a rare plus. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um, they brought the two steaks out. And mine was uh, less done than his. And so we switched. And his, it turned out, was like medium plus. It was like basically almost well done, mm-hmm. which wasn't as good. <laughs> you mean the one that you ended up the with? The one was that I ended well up done. with was way more well done than I wanted it to be. Uh, but I was so hungry, I just wanted food fast. I didn't want to be like, can you recook and give me. Then I was doing the math, and it would have been like another 20 See, minutes. I just wanted to I- eat now. Yeah, I guess I just feel like in a place where the steak is probably like 50 bucks or something. It was why? still good. It just was more well done than I wanted. It's I like would say shit. It's why still not tasty. send it back? But that's why I also think I've probably eaten like a bucket of phlegm. I also don't order steak. So you I wouldn't did. have sent back the bucket of phlegm. <laughs> How did they cook it? I don't know. You said Medium you it. plus minus. <laughs> yeah. Lemon juice. It depends. It's just soaked in lemon juice. <laughs> cooked, yeah. So cooked. cooked. Lemon juice. Yeah, cooked in lemon juice. I don't know. That's about a reference that. to last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps a cookbook or something like that, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. Doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. You might have noticed we have fancy new um, images to go with the episodes. It's our, we have a, a fancy backdrop, fancy camera, fancy professional bright light. Mm-hmm. And um, a fancy thing to put the backdrop on. It's all fancy. And that is all because of your generous Amazon support. So thank you. Uh, and also generous sponsor support. So please support the sponsors. Thank you. Um, and uh, PayPal links and whatnot. It feels weird to be doing this at the beginning of the show. I've got to say. Not weird bad. Just a little weird. I think it works. Format break. Yeah, mixing it up. Yeah, format. I'm trying. Keeping it real. Smart. Yeah, format break. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Smart try. Mm -hmm. Now this is going to throw everyone for a loop. I feel like we should just do iTunes comment of the week. Let's just do it now. What? Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Not a bad podcast <laughs> by Fenton Fassier. I had given up on this podcast, then heard Allison was no longer associated with her employer. Allison seems to have found her voice. I only have one gripe with this podcast. So much discussion of fecal matter and farts. Yeah, I agree. There is so much that this is there is so much that is good with Allison in the group. But is the toilet topic leaning on a crutch? I wish whoever edited the program would cut all that out. Yeah. So you you want to cut the farts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, editor. Thank you so much. Edited a little. But that was tighter. the end of the comment. That's For it. That, there was no and Greg this a, and Al that. And I know. I'm, we're so. <laughs> I'm so used to a certain kind of complimentary comment that when it the part where it's like. Um, 
I only have one gripe with this podcast. I expected it to be like, it's not it's long too enough. Good. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't come out enough times a week. Here's what I'll Speaking say. Speaking of does not come out enough times a week. Hey. Anybody constipated? Come on, hey. you guys. Hey. <laughs> what? Sorry. Allison, ah. here, I'm sorry I cut you off. I went through a phase where I felt like the poop and the fart talk was mm-hmm. excessive. So I, Jeff and I talked. And I was like, can we cut it out? And I listened back to figure out what, what and where we would cut. And I just couldn't do it. <laughs> there was too much gold mixed in with the shit talk. And some of the gold was the shit. <laughs> it really, it really just felt like, it felt like, um, like throwing out the good with the toilet water. I couldn't, I couldn't lose it. We are who we are. That's okay. Right. And things come up and things happen and everybody poops. Thank you. It's hard mm-hmm. to cut the shit. Mm-hmm. There's really a lot of poop. <laughs> and when I expressed concern over it, a lot of people wrote in and were like, they like the fart talk. Into it. They're into it. I find a lot of joy in pooping. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, is that a Genesis song? What? I find a no, lot of joy in pooping. No, no, that's, that's Bruce Hornsby in the rain. That's Genesis. You were thinking of "That's All" by Genesis. Yes, they yeah. talk about pooping in that. Yeah, it's mostly about <laughs> shitting. It's I think it's Phil Collins or Mike or one of those guys used to shit a lot, so they wrote a couple Genesis songs. Oh. that's you know what the that Lamb song? Lies Down on Broadway is about. Is about Peter Gabriel taking I thought a bunch that, of shit. And also in the air tonight that Genesis, uh, the Phil, Phil Collins song. That's about him mm-hmm. shitting too. Yeah. I think that might be about Mike Rutherford <laughs> shitting actually. I, I, I don't know. I have some of my Genesis stuff confused. Sister Studio is uh, code for <laughs> brown apple splatter. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? Sister Studio? No, but what? Oh, the called? brown apple splatters. <laughs> <laughs> the green apple quick Isn't step. that a, like an old movie? The the brown apple splatters gang or something? The like Don Knotts in Well, I'm glad we gave that guy exactly what he asked, and we lost. It's not a bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, trying to think of any more Genesis songs about taking a dump. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite songs when I was was like one of the first songs that I was super into was a Genesis song that I don't remember what it's called. Not a shame. It's just a shame that song. Not the same. It's just a shame that song. It must be some misunderstanding. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Well, that's a song. I named a song, but that's about taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the Peter Gabriel era stuff is about farting, and then when Phil Collins <laughs> took over the lead vocals, it was all shitting. Would you oh. say that Genesis and Phil Collins are your favorite shit-based band? <laughs> That's probably King Crimson, actually. Yeah. And yes, I think most yes songs are about shitting. Most prog rock is about taking a dump. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Even some of the later stuff like Tool or System mm-hmm. of a Down, that stuff is mostly about pooping. Mm. Rush yeah. to the toilet. Yeah. 2112. 2112, yeah, exactly. YYZ, that's Canadian slang for taking a shit. <laughs> Limelight, I believe, is about taking a dump. Tom Sawyer, obviously, that's a shit song. Right. I have to tell you that. <laughs> Can I... T- Change the subject for a second. We, we uh, ran into <laughs> we ran into uh, Jimmy Pardo, and I very awkwardly and regrettably tried to bond with him by confessing that my very first CD I ever bought was Chicago Seventeen, which yeah, I thought I didn't understand why that didn't work. Yeah, I thought that was kind of an amazing thing, but maybe because I know me and I know that I have no interest in Chicago, so the fact that that was my first. And he just looked at me. He was like, yeah, Chicago 17. Um, so you were about this age and you were born in 1984. And then he went and got a glass of wine. He was like completely. I think you have to explain that he's a humongous Chicago Yeah, sorry. Chicago he's fan. like, that's like his, he's obsessed with Chicago. And uh, 
I realized like afterwards, if you're obsessed with something that somebody else it, it has an interest in it or whatever, it's like everybody comes up to you and probably talks about that thing. Yeah, it'd be like so, if someone came up to me and was like, I saw an episode of Facts of Life. I'd be like, yeah, great. Big deal, nerd. <laughs> You wouldn't do that. You would be told. You would say which one. That's oh my true. God. I yeah. want to talk and he about was it. nice about it. He was nice about it, but it, he wasn't. It wasn't like, oh my god, really? You know. Yeah. Mindy anyway. Cohn did that to me. I, I yeah. Well, speaking of music, which we have been, I thought we might bring back and dust off. Yes, please or no, thank you. Oh, yeah, your favorite or. It, please. it still might be called Yes Please or Oh Please. <laughs> so you can do whatever you want. I pause as if we have a song, but we don't have one yet. And here. You are a <laughs> <laughs> It works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Mayer. He's a kind of controversial figure. Oh. I'm torn. Yeah. All right. I'll start. Torn. I I feel I just get sort of get douche bag vibes from him. But then I interviewed him years ago and he was actually very, very funny and witty. And I, I, I felt like I could have talked to him for a lot longer. And he was like sharp and self-deprecating. Maybe one of those. I have this experience sometimes where I will have a negative feeling about someone and then I talk to them and the fact that they're not a complete ass makes me go, they're really nice. Like they, they're always better than I imagined them to be. I don't know if that's what it was. I think he was like genuinely nice and amusing. So, uh, and yet I don't like his music really, but I recognize that technically he's very, very good. I feel like we need a third category that's in between. Yes, please. Or no, thank you. I think you and I can do it in unison. Meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? His music, personally, I'm going to go, no thank you. But as someone to go to lunch with, yes, please. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Jeff? I don't believe I've ever heard one of his songs. But I mean- <laughs> Your body is wonderland. <laughs> That's Your not, that's not one you want to listen to. Land. That sounds What's like the, so much like him. Yeah. But then you have to make a really weird face when you sing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> dice. I think I know who he is and he's supposed to be a super nice guy. So, But what is the relevance of if he's nice or not? I mean, mm-hmm. well, because... He factors in for me. Yeah, if, he, if he's a horrible person and makes horrible music, then <laughs> there's no... Yeah. Right, but I mean... On. If I found out that like Paul Westerberg was a cocksucker, and he very well may be, I wouldn't be like, well, his songs are bad now. I mean, it's really like... Well, I'm th- just saying I've never heard his music, so right. I have to hang my hat on something. Well, here's an example. I n- really don't like the band Train. And then mm-hmm. after watching your live w- episode in Seattle with um, Annie, Letterman. Annie, I was like, wow, I really don't like Train now. So that's it that's where it like it play, it plays a big big role for me it's yeah. interesting i would argue that like almost all art uh, i'm sorry i said that but almost all <laughs> that kind of art should exist independent of the person's character okay i have to say so I've, I've been debating whether to say something or not so there's a slight difference between the live show that you heard jenna oh shoot and it's okay 
and the recorded version of that live show. Because in the interim, what happened is Annie Letterman learned that the story that she told about Train, she had some of it wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) It's okay. The friend who said that the singer had... I forget what it was. Like, she thought the singer said something insulting to her right? very much so yes and then she like looked at her text again and realized she had either misinterpreted it or someone else had misinterpreted it, it the singer didn't say that thing i think her, her, friend, her friend was, was joking her, yeah. yeah her friend was joking and she oh. didn't realize oh my it. gosh i have been holding a grudge against you well you can na- for months. really well, yes. now, now you can you go can ahead and pull a train to pat monahan well, I still don't want to listen to that. Song. <laughs> that Meet Virginia song is like the worst song I've yeah. ever heard in my life. But I, Me, what's I, it called? Meet Virginia. It's a way. It's like back and it's, it's like from meat like, dip from Virginia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is delicious. I, can't, I cannot hear the song one more time. Y'all want some Meet Virginia? Yeah. So we ended up editing that portion. Unlike oh the unlike gosh. the great shit and fart talk that I can't let go mm. of, we ended we edited that out at her request because she felt terrible. But I don't feel bad. That okay. just means that you paid attention at the show. Thank I did. You. Yes. Thank you very and much. Don't listen to what I just said. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. They're probably shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who knows? Just odds are. Well, I don't know. Maybe. So you are neither yes pleasing or no thank you because you're you're just recusing yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I. And with Jeff, I've never heard a John Mayer song. This was such a good choice. Of I'm mine. trying yeah, to think nice of it. I want to run through the halls of my high school. Oh, yeah. I'm on a scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I just found out there's no such thing as the real world. world. The lie that I've been dreaming of. No? Nothing? <laughs> Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> Well, maybe play, know, play really. a little portion. Daughters listen to your dad. Oh, God. <laughs> Mothers be kind to you. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Maybe None I've of heard. This? Have you heard these, Greg? Yeah, I've heard, all, I've heard many of his songs. <laughs> yes. Many. I've heard probably all of his songs. Yeah. All of them? Are mm-hmm. you a fan? Probably. I'm a yes, please. Really? I, I don't. I'm not uh, obsessed with his uh, pop stuff. But as a blues guitarist, yeah. he's actually really talented. Uh, and the John Mayer Trio, uh, I love listening to actually. He's, he did a he did a concert here in L.A. where he was the opener and he was like the first act, right, right, right. the second act, and then he was the headliner. And mm, he did all of his music through the whole thing. I actually really liked oh, it. Police. I thought it was really cool. And I didn't know he had the blues arm. And when I saw that the set with his blues band, I was like blown away because I didn't know he was that good of a guitarist. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him at like all the crossroads with Eric Clapton. Right. He would play all those concerts and he's he's pretty good. Where do you hear his music? Uh, I My drummer in, in the band I was in showed Mach me five. the... This was uh, the Edgar Allan Poets. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, we were terrible. Uh, so then that's when I started listening to his music and then I just started like pulling it. What I do is if, as soon as I like an artist, I pull everything down. I, I like just chew through every album, every He's song, everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I go like, actually, I get it. I get what he was doing. So I'm a yes, please. Okay. I am torn because... Because you're married to Alan? No. I, in college, 
apparently he had an apartment near one of the dorms that I lived in oh. and people would see him all the time. And one day my roommate came home and she had been crying. You could tell. And she was having a horrible day. And she said, you're not going to believe what just happened to me. And she's all weepy. She said, I was waiting, trying to get a cab. And it was raining that day. I was trying to get a cab. And I was crying because I had such a bad day. And John Mayer came up to me and asked if I was doing okay and gave me a hug and then got a taxi for me. Yes, please. Right? That's so ever hubba. since then, I'm like, well, he's a nice Wanted guy. Wanted to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> and then she was so nice excited. Guy. She came home and then she played his music nonstop. So oh. that was no, where it was you. like, I know. It was like, <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at a yes, please, oh, please moment here. Because right. I don't love the music that much. And I don't know enough about guitar to appreciate all the things Al appreciates. True. So for me, it's kind of, I'm, I don't know. I was happy he was nice to her that day. But now that you guys said that, it's all ruined again. Because <laughs> I never think of that. He seems to have a pretty self-deprecating sense of humor, mm-hmm. too, right? His, so. He has a personality that stands in opposition to his earnest music. Sort of like Matt Nathanson, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, Greg? Uh, as a songwriter, he's a hard pass for me. He's a big, big, big fan. That's not an option. It's yes, please. Oh, (laughs) he's a, oh, please. As a songwriter, I find him to be like a, he is not a gifted songwriter. I would agree with Al. I think he's a talented guitar player. It's not my specific brand of guitar playing. Sure. I have a thing. I'm not like, I kind of sometimes have a prejudice against people who play Stratocasters. Do you find that to be weird? Yeah, because there's like, there's some element of modern blues that sort of turns me off, but John Mayer is on tour with like half the dead right now, yeah. and I'm a pretty Ugh. big dead fan, and uh, there he's doing something right if Bob Weir and those guys are willing to tour with him. But I, as a songwriter, I, I find him to be b- bad. I would use the word bad. Yes, please, or no, thank you, or <laughs> oh, oh, please, v- version two, Grateful Dead. Except that I feel like we need to hear a snippet of John Mayer if you happen to ha- have any pulled up. Yeah, what's what's the song that you want to hear? Uh, what do you guys think is the most John Mayerist of them mm. all? Your body's a wonderland. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Your body's a wonderland. It's about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Her friends call her Love. What? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Your body's wonderland. Yeah, and it's very like. <laughs> so this song is about Jennifer Love Hewitt. I believe. It's body. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a wonderland. It's body. <laughs> I just think of all the John Mayer jokes that have been made throughout like every sitcom ever. Yeah. Like what? Like in Parks and Rec, Amy Poehler's character's like, you stay away from Jennifer Aniston, John Mayer. And then there's uh, in Modern Family, the girl has a poster and she's like, that's signed by John Mayer. And the dad's like, no, I wrote it. You wrote your body as a wonderland, dad. <laughs> so yeah, here it is. Mm. No. Yeah. Wait. This is bad. <laughs> You yeah. haven't heard this song? No, you live in America. Discovering you. This is a song everybody knows. Yes. Yeah. Never. I was in high school when this song came out. So it was like a. Were you? Yeah, it was like a thing. Uh, this is a song. I, 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 I was a guy when this came out, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, is, it sounds like a song that a dude played at a coffee house because he wanted to get laid. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. Jinx. It's crap. Elvis Costello would crap on this. Whisper singing. Yeah. Yeah. The swim in hey. a deep sea of blanket. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, you know, John Mayer, to, I was going to say to his credit, but I don't, don't want to give him credit as a songwriter, but he might look back on the song and feel like he was immature as a songwriter at the time. That's true. I wrote a lot of songs when I was 19 that I, I can't the... believe I wrote. 
the part that they were so play great. That's why. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so creepy. You've never heard this. I've never heard this. Wow, it's amazing. It's How impressive. did you've lived such a great life? <laughs> I'm gonna tweet lyrics at you. I mean, it's, it's possible. Here. I've heard it, and it just hasn't like made Penetrated? any impression on me. I mean, it's possible. I've heard like. I just, but it miss- doesn't ring a bell. And also that that daughters one is terrible. Is oh, it it's so bad. It's yes. Daughters. Yeah. Yes. Mothers, be good to your daughters. Mm. Fathers, be good. Yeah, I can't. Boys, you can break them. Something about that. What? Yeah. This is horrible. Okay. I'm just. What do you say? I'll tickle no. your big. What? <laughs> I'll tickle your big toe. I think. I'm just kidding. I don't know what it was. That's what no. you said. No, said. Take it. all your big plans and break them. <laughs> See, that's I like a my real lyrics better. O-poly. I'll tickle your big toes. <laughs> it's an O-police He's singing movie. about the whole body. Yeah. He starts with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, please, or oh, please, or no, thank you. No, Grateful thank you. Dead. Oh. I am going yes, please. I like the Grateful Dead. Mm. And sometimes, like when we were driving to and from Utah and it took 80 hours, I was like, maybe we should listen to Grateful Dead. But you, Daniel, will have none of that. Mm-mm. Jeff. I oh please! There is nothing I like about that band. I have been subject to so much torture, torture at the behest of people listening to that music. Mm-hmm. I went to high school in an era that was like neo hippie revival, where all the kids listen to that stuff, and I got stuck at parties, in cars, at work, listening to that crap, and I hate it. Okay. Don't get it at all. Pass. I'm. So with you, Jeff. I had I had roommates in college that were like serious deadheads, and they would they'd invite all their deadhead friends over. And first, there's the association that I have with deadheads, which to me it's all like rich kids who are just you know pretending to be uh, in the. I don't know, like, it's like they're vacationing in this world of being poor. Trustafarians. Yeah, and it's just sickening. It's just like, it makes me fucking sick. Uh, But then the music is just garbage. It's just not good music. I just hate it so much. Remember when you said that that fans... Are like ants where if you have a few, then all of a sudden there's like a drum, like there's a bunch, like a drum yeah. circle yes. at two a.m. Yes, like Congo. We had bongo drums. They'd be just sitting around till four a.m. doing mushrooms and just listening to that god awful music. I can understand. And then they oh, go, "Oh, you have to go to the show," and it's like a whole thing. Yeah. And then the parking lot, they sell burritos. It's like I can get a fucking burrito. I don't need to go to a concert. I can understand opalizing the people on the scene. But I, uh, the actual music, like the recorded albums, I actually like. The music makes me want to throw myself out a second story window. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm you sorry, don't Greg. like it. <laughs> yeah. like- well, I mean, I actually like, if I can jump in for a second, I know we're going clockwise. Well, the audience right. can't see our table. Um, okay, right. So I guess it doesn't make sense. I but forfeit like, my turn to you. <clears throat> th- yeah. There are Agreed. some things, uh, music and in other genres, where I think the subculture interrupts with your ability to enjoy the music the david matthews band <laughs> well not them but some oh, other yes, ones but, okay. um where i think it's difficult to see that the grateful dead for a decade from about 69 to 79 were no different than neil young right um you have this impression of like the space jams and all that kind of stuff oh, and the long drawn out God. sort of jazz based <laughs> improvisation but really there was a period where 
they were just recording like almost standard American music. Uh-huh. That's what Working Man's Dead and American Beauty are. And I think if you like, I'm open ne- to that. It's very difficult. I just haven't heard it. You, didn't, you never like Neil Young. All. I've heard it all. I've been forced to hear it all. I've had I've had this conversation foisted on me innumerable times. Oh, you just got to hear this one. You got no. I've heard them all. Terrible, terrible, overrated band. Can't take them. They no, have a very specific a period. Um, yeah. Also, I think if I played. Uh, cover your ears, Jeff. I feel like if I played like Box of Rain or some sort of inoffensive I'm, thing, you, and you didn't know who it is, you'd listen, like, oh, this is I dig that Neil Young, like late sixties, early seventies kind of music, Not Crosby, the- Stills, and Nash, and all that. I can dig that yeah. if they sounded like that, but. Unfortunately, all I ever heard was noodle, 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 noodle for fucking 20 minutes, you know, and just like, what the hell But I mean, that's on? one of the things that they did. But in the mid 70s, they were a rock band. Yeah. They were like a folk and a rock band. Yeah. Just put headphones on one time and listen to Broke Down Palace. No. It's like, just do it. <laughs> no. I mean, it's like as good of a song no. as people wrote in that not. time. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I, I will admit that I am probably affected very much by the subculture. Yeah, right. by, with that one. Did you have? Did, did your mom and stepdad listen to them? No, they were no, they were they were hippies, but not they were more beatniks. Okay, I would say than hippies. My dad was more of a hippie, but he, but uh, that's no. This is no one, one of these things like Springsteen is sort of like this for me. The band Rancid is really like this. Rancid, Everyone thinks of huh. them as like street punks with mohawks and but if you yeah. listen to their records they sound like springsteen records you, and outcome the wolves is like um it's like a rock and roll masterpiece right but it's very difficult to see past like we're rancid with mohawks and we're fucking frowning at the camera like they're just songwriters they just look like i feel that. like the grateful dead is your um moleskin notebook <laughs> no, i don't like they're not somebody i like carry a huge torch for but I, there's a 10 year period there where I think they were just a really good rock band I disagree (laughs) okay I disrespectfully disagree (laughs) Alan do you have a a yes please or a no please or a no thank you you know I have to admit that I don't think I can name a Grateful Dead song I'm in that same boat it was not uh, a thing in my high school and the only people who listened were rich kids who like wanted to be really poor mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like I really don't care cultural tourists I like yeah. that trust trustafarians yeah yeah I had a couple cousins yeah. Like well, that. I, w- m- yeah the guy one of my roommates had a Mercedes with the dancing bear bumper <laughs> sticker on it so if they have any song about like bodies being wonderlands I would probably listen <laughs> to it but yeah they do it's just that you don't hear it until minute 25 <laughs> <laughs> I would I would actually from this discussion I think I would probably like them because yeah, I do like I kind of jam think bands I might and I like too. Do you like it's fish? Very, no. Yeah, I, there's some stuff about fish. Never that I mind. Do, like. do you like terrible, self-indulgent, overrated music? That's pro- that's actually top on my list. Yeah. Here's the thing: the albums that Greg mentioned, um, the songs are not long and meandering and noodly. They're like fairly tight. They're three and a half folk songs. songs. Yeah. And okay. it's growing up. My older brothers were were and still are very much into the Grateful Dead. And so they had the posters of like a lot of skeletons and stuff that to me I thought was dark and scary. And I, before I ever heard the Grateful Dead, I assumed that they were this like really crazy loud rock band. So I was surprised to hear how it's so mellow. It's like Hmm. overly mellow. Overly mellow. It's very, it's, it could be elevator music. But you know, there isn't like of all of those jam bands, of like in the fish 
ilk or leftover salmon or most widespread of those panic. widespread panic. Most of those bands I actually vehemently dislike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't almost none of those bands have songs. They have sort of ideas and sort of Fish particularly had a yeah. lot of goofy songs yeah. that were really goofy and <laughs> yes. stupid. And the dead actually have songs. I was never a deadhead. I saw the dead a couple of times. Sure. I did that thing. I took acid at dead shows or whatever, but I was never a deadhead. I probably saw them four times, but I like their songs. That's the thing though. If you Okay, so then if you go to a dead show and dropped acid, then I'd probably enjoy it. But you know, but that's kind of a bullshit thing. That's, acid. Like, that's not really it. That's just a bullshit thing I did because I was a kid. But yeah. I wouldn't still like their songs because of that experience that I had twenty years ago. Yeah, um, they have some good songs. Oh please, no, yes please, yes. What's the good one? <laughs> yes, yes please. please. Thank you. So, yes please or oh please, the police. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Everyone likes the police. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Please let's oh. not go around. That. Yes, police. Yes, I get it. Police. All right. It took me a second to get it. Right. In Sorry. the course of Sorry, this conversation, everybody. I realized I have a zit under my chin. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird place That's for a zit. That's where you put your thumb, though. When you, I guess, you. I guess I do put my greasy thumb <laughs> <laughs> under my. Do your um, old Jew hands or whatever touch under your chin? What were yeah. they called? Uh, old Jew hands. <laughs> you got it. That old, is what they're called. Old Jew hands. Give it up for say, old Jew hands. No, but ever since that, by the way, I've been very self-conscious about like my hands about and pictures. And I'm Jew like, hands? what if people say I have old Mormon have hands? Technique. Is that a thing? I don't know. I, don't think it's a thing. I have a technique. Get a binder clip and pinch underneath the hand when you take the picture and it and it makes it look youthful. And my hands less. look youthful for take Christ's them off sakes. of my face and put them, yeah. yeah. I'll just scotch tape it. Look, you guys, these are my you hands. You have pretty oh, hands. Holy Put shit. Those old Bernie Jew hands down. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. My hands are fine. They're beautiful. They? They're fine. Yes, Harry Knuckles is attractive. <laughs> <laughs> do my hands look old? I never have thought they do. They don't. They actually. definitely look Thank Jewish. You know. They look worried. <laughs> They're overprotective. Worried hands. They're very worried. Overprotective. <laughs> But look, I kind of have that peely stuff that you get, Greg, that we were talking about that you use. Oh, don't, don't even on. talk to me about peely stuff. That's I know, baby peely stuff. It's right not. There. not it's impressed. not. A, That's the Chicago seventeen of peely stuff on your hands, right there. <laughs> it's barely peely. It, sometimes it gets worse than this, though. All right, all right. Well, show me when it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You guys, Allison Rosen's new best friend is supported by Casper. All this talk makes me tired. It makes me want to curl up on my Casper mattress. Um, You've probably by now heard uh, about Casper. They are revolutionizing the mattress industry because they sell premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Um, And the mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. But Casper, like I said, is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to you. Um, But the main thing, well, there's so many main things about Casper, but you order it online, it arrives in a box, and you think, how can my whole bed be in there? There's a special opening tool. You open the box, the bed unfurls. It's awesome. 
um, two technologies, latex foam and memory foam. So just the right sink, just the right balance. There's a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days, free delivery, painless returns. Mattresses are made in America. Special offer for my listeners. You can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend. So again, that's www.casper.com slash best friend, all one word and using the promo code best friend terms and conditions apply. Okay. Let's do just me or everyone, but wait first, what? first <clears throat> Jeff, where should we go to find you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook and Twitter. Daniel, where do we go to find you? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter, Instagram, dquants on Snapchat, and my new website is blowing up the interwebs. <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed about it already. Okay, go ahead. No, it's great. I, it's great. I like it. Allison I visit it every day. Uh, Thequants.com, where you get all the kind of behind the scenes of uh, stuff that I care about. <laughs> you, you really sold it. Mm. Alan, where do we go for you? At Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. <laughs> Jenna, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Kim Jones, and check out our podcast. Sorry, not sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. Al's on it with me. It's super fun, and uh, that is at uh, on iTunes or at jennakimjones.com slash podcast. Greg, I'm at Dong Attack. And I am Al- at Allison Rosen on Twitter, at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F is the show's Twitter feed, Facebook.com slash The Allison Rosen, YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm on Snapchat, but I'm not doing anything, but I'm Allison Rosen BFF over there. And I feel like there was something else I was going to mention, but I don't know what it is. God damn it. Oh, yeah. If you like what you're hearing, which you do, <laughs> iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to subscribe. Okay. Just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Daniel. It's Jabo. Just me or everyone. You lifted your camera up, which meant I had to pose. Uh-huh. Were you doing it's going anything? on Snapchat, everybody. Oh. Well, but, but, but was I even smiling? <laughs> I, look, I look like I'm very not impressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Robert Paulson says, whenever someone starts a sentence with one time and then pauses, I always think in band camp. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I can, I can get it. I can get behind it. I think that's one of those things, like when someone says, it's getting hot in here, and somebody goes, oh, so take off all your right. clothes or whatever. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. It that's is a, a thing. Totally. That's a thing that has happened to, to a person. When someone says, who let the, I always think, dogs out. <laughs> right? Yeah. For sure. Just me? No, no, no. That's yeah. everybody. When someone says, we are living in a, I always go, material world. Right. Yeah, when somebody says, we slay all, I say, suckers that perpetrate and let right, them right, right, from right, state right. to state. <laughs> when, when someone says, we built this city on, I always I go, say rock fucking and rock and roll, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. Every time. Else. Every time. When someone says, my body is a, and I just say, Wonderland. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> Kara West says, it sounds weird to me when I hear people say, oftentimes, I'm looking at you, hmm. Alison Rosen and company. Hashtag just me or every Australian. Oh, Do we would that? someone like to read this in an Australian accent? Daniel, has Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel. You do an Australian patois. Crikey! I don't know. Is that Australian? No, that's Chinese. So. <laughs> that's Chinese. 
<laughs> Which one am I looking at? It's the second one on the left. Uh, oi! No, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I, it, it sounds it sounds weird to me when I hear people. I can't fucking do it. Australia. Yeah, let me try. Let me try. I, by the way, I know someone from Australia. I should Whoa. be able to do it. Multicultural. I'm just saying I hear it and I can't do it. Who which, do you know which, from Australia? Tamsin. Oh, yes. Which one is it? It's the second one <laughs> second on the left. <laughs> it sounds weird to me. Okay. It sounds weird to me when I hear people say oftentimes, <laughs> I'm looking at you at Addison Rosen and co. Hashtag just me, every Australian. Hashtag JMO. Oh, no, oh. Jenna, would you like to try? No, I you can't play a cat with an accent. Hundred percent, I cannot do it. Was that Make that? it worse, Rob. You Make it sounded worse. like like a pirate in a school play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it was really good, though. Yes, yeah, excellent. 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 All right, I'm gonna try. I would have okay. given you a really good review in the high school newspaper. I appreciate yes. that. Jenna's southern pink cat laughed at that <laughs> accent. <laughs> It sounds weird to me when I hear, please, sir, I want some more. Say, oftentimes, I'm looking at you, Allison Rosen. Did you stop doing the accent, right? You did. Uh, no, I just, I lost it. Well, you took a turn acclimate- at Mary Poppins Boulevard. It's <laughs> <laughs> Cockney Australian. Mm, That's yeah. how they sound. Mm. Anyway, I would like to know in... Australia, Australia, mate. <laughs> there you what go. Ha, what you say instead of oftentimes? I don't know. I don't know. Oftentimes, uh, <laughs> instead of oftentimes, unoftentimes. People say oftentimes. Uh, I don't often? know. Often, often. Do you just say often? Yeah. Often, maybe. Often, yeah. Often, yeah. I don't know. Do we say oftentimes? Apparently, we do. Sometimes. <laughs> that sounds Oftentimes. weird to me. <laughs> that was closer. Oh, I think that was closer. You. Yeah. Okay. As one who wouldn't try, I feel like that was closer. Yeah. Yeah. Jody Sawyer, everybody. <laughs> Jeez. Mo's for A Rose says If my hands have raw meat on them, wash with tons of soap once to get the meat off, then do it again to sanitize. Nope. Hmm. Just a one good wash. Yeah, yeah. just one good wash. Mm-hmm. No I agree. One. Yeah, one good wash. Just you. But I'm not even <laughs> psycho about washing my hands if they have raw meat on them. Although I'm trying... In general, I go... Th- I'm like kind of the opposite of a germaphobe. I go... Th- I'm a phobe <laughs> with a lot of things, but not germs. So I go through life feeling like, oh, what's the big deal? Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But the last time I threw up thrice, with mm. the only time I did that on the plane... Oh, don't... This story... <laughs> Which part of the story? Retell the whole thing. Which what caused you- it? What you're about oh. to say? Oh, I don't know if this is what caused it. What? Wait. What do you think? Do you, you, you know ate I- something that fell into the garbage disposal? <laughs> oh god. Okay. So I was making a salad. Wait. What? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. I was making a salad, and some lettuce fell into the sink. And touched the like flap of the garbage disposal, mm. but I just rinsed it really well, and I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. That part of your sink is the dirtiest part. But of it your wasn't entire the house. underside Doesn't of matter. it. I know, I know. But I used my I'm sure it's fine logic, and I rinsed the hell out because I'm like in a <laughs> restaurant where they serve me a bucket of phlegm. <laughs> Stuff drops all the time, and they just rinse it off, and you're fine. Of course, mm-hmm. they probably you probably cook it afterwards. I just want to not throw up. Anyway. Um, 
<laughs> I think at most restaurants, if they drop your food on the ground, they probably throw it away. That would be my you guess. You would hope. <laughs> I don't think so. That's always the case. Not mine. <laughs> With mine, they're like, extra, <laughs> extra floor for this bitch. <laughs> like, I just spent all this time hocking loogies in this. I'm not throwing this out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, it just touched it for a second. I rinsed it off really well. And then I threw up three times on the plane. So I don't know if it's related. But since, like the other day, I dropped half of a precious hard-boiled egg into the trash. And it was sitting on top of something that looked very clean in the trash. But I went to reach for it. And then I thought, no. You're not that person. I slapped it out of my hand. (laughs) And I said, I'm not eating an egg out of the trash. (laughs) It's not worth it to throw up. Again, I don't think that's why I threw up. I maybe one of the times is I don't know. It, you just the first two. <laughs> the other one was I don't know. You yeah, stopped just your, <laughs> you stopped yourself because you didn't want to throw up, or you just were like I can't be a person that eats an egg out of a trash. <laughs> oh no, I can be. Okay, I just can't be a person who throws up. Okay. <laughs> my favorite part of your throw up story is the part where you meet the fan in the airport. Oh <laughs> that's my god, the, that's the part I would pay a hundred bucks to I see. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> like. That could not possibly be any more of your biggest nightmare. Just to yeah. get off the plane, just, I just want some fresh. Allison Rosen. Allison <laughs> Rosen. I know, and I, I felt so bad because I was like sweaty, clammy, and I'm sure I smelled like vomit. According to the woman behind me, I did. Remember, the woman's like, "It smells really bad." I think that was the toddler throwing up, not me. Yeah, I think that the toddler. Still, after you've thrown up that many times, like you can't smell good. Also, That's you sweat a lot place. when you throw yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, that it was just, just so, and it was that around. like fluorescent lighting and JFK, and I was oh, recycled air. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, the good news is that I, I would assume that this fan has heard th- this. Well, also thought you were telling the truth. I hope. To look at you. I hope. Yeah, because I worry that it sounded like some star trip you know <laughs> your yeah. green cold sweat hair stuck to your because that's what Clooney says if you run into him at the airport. <laughs> he's like he doesn't want to talk to you so he's like uh, no no you know what I just threw up three times the plane, <laughs> so I don't think you want to talk to me <laughs> chat. Oh. Sunlit Cactus says if too long has gone by and I haven't responded to an email I feel like I basically can just never talk to that person again oh. I relate to that I totally relate to that yep. yeah it's like yeah. that thing where you owe somebody a phone call so you have like a week to call them back or just never fucking yep. see yep. that person or again yep. as long as you're alive oh my gosh point, yes it's like well it's got to be a real special occasion for me to not like a special occasion in their life, but just it can't just be a Tuesday for me to write back. I put it off long. It's insane. I have a friend right now who's been pregnant for like five months and I didn't call her like as soon as I found out she was pregnant. Yeah. And now I just like have to never see her again. Right. Yeah. That's my only that's my only option. Can you so, pretend you just found out? No, because I see her husband like three times. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a similar situations and now I just have to hire a drifter to kill the people. <laughs> I don't have that awkward, you know, you don't want to. Run well, you're already them. paying him to take down the Christmas tree. He'll, <laughs> yeah, do, he'll oh kill God. somebody for another five. Have exactly. you guys gone? It's funny. Another week has gone by and the Christmas tree is still up. It <laughs> <That> was fast. <laughs> have you guys done this where you get an email and you know that you need some time to respond? Bec- not because you need to think about it or something, but like someone sent you basically a letter in email form. And so you feel like it, it requires a more thoughtful response. Yes. So you think I'm not going to do the thing where I just don't respond for a while. I'm going to send back an email saying... Like, more to come. 
and then you never write back. <laughs> I've done that a bunch that. of times. Yeah. 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 If I do that, I'm less likely to ever send the longer email. Agreed. I think usually because then sometimes the person will write back and be like, "No rush." I'm like, "Great." I'll get yes. back to you in three years. And then yes. in your mind, it strikes you as though you've already replied to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what I hate? And I bet, Al, I bet you have to deal with this at work. But one thing I fucking hate at work, I hate it so much, is that when an email comes out from like the big boss, the rush to respond to prove that you were the first to read it and digest it and respond Ugh. is the most like revolting thing about oh work to me. There's yeah. always that one dude who's like, cool, copy, got it. You're like, we got it. We all got the email at the same time. I have an actual response. I have an hour or so to turn it out. Allie, you with me? Uh, yes. You're that guy, aren't you? Are you the first responder, Al? No, <laughs> I'm not. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I like very strict rules with email for myself, personally. Okay. So and like I'll say like, you, I only touch the email once. So... I either, I either forward it, delete it, file it, or reply to it. Oh my god, you're so organized. He is. You guys, his inbox is because the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Mine has like 900 unread emails. Yeah, see, I can't stand when I have to like email with somebody and they say, like, oh, did, I, did, did you email me? And there's like 9,000. <laughs> yeah, see, Greg is passing me his phone with 5,814 unread messages. You should. <laughs> and 13 missed phone calls. <laughs> Would you be able to sleep at night if your phone had that many unread? Like, no. I, I can. I think Greg's yeah. phone might keep Al up tonight. I would. I I would. I bet. See, and if that was my phone, I would get in two hours early, and I would just kill that inbox. Just bam, bam, bam. Just getting stuff done. Just mark all as read. I w- I would still be able to go through it all because you just you just chew all. through. Okay, a, tell yeah. me what the four options. I'm holding up. Yeah, you either four you either um, forward it. Okay. Delete it. Okay. File it. Which means what? Like. Like if you say he like I don't I don't need to I don't need to take yes, action on folders. this but I may want to recall this later so I file it away and I have you like a whole filing your system. Inbox is one big file. No, because then it's no longer an inbox. It's like a then it's your email archive. It's my it's my desk. Well, everything came in at one point, so yeah. it's all. But see, my inbox is a to do list. It's things that like I still have to address. Wait, what's the fourth thing? Delete? Yeah, F- reply to it. Reply. Oh. File it. I already <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> it's file it, fuck it, or forget it. File it, forward it, reply to it, delete it. Yeah. Oh. Because like a lot of times people email me stuff or I'm CC'd on things, delete. If it's not with anything that I ever need to do, delete. So as soon as you look at an email, you do one of these things? He mm-hmm. does. Yeah, you try to make a practice. I mean, you can't always do that because I may read an email from like my boss and say like, I need extra time to, to talk about this. And if I know it's going to take me two days to respond... Then I reply and say, I've received this. I will respond within 20 to 48 Al, hours. What happens if like you get an email? Like I like a lot of my work emails are like, Greg, you have this meeting on this day. Mm-hmm. That email is now my reminder of that meeting. So I'll still put the meeting in my calendar. Like Thursday, you're meeting with Steve at this place. But then before I go, I'll be like, what's the guy's last name? Where is the place again? What's the name of the company? And then yeah. I pull, file it. I pull up. See, what I'll do is but, in my meeting invite, I'll take a like a screenshot. You don't do, do you do that? No, uh, I, yeah, I do none of this. I'm just yeah. I'm okay. just trying to. But anticipate see, I'll take a screenshot answer. of it and paste that into my meeting, so that nice. if I do want to know, I look what? it up and I have everything in there. Who are you? But then, but that <sighs> email just is just a silly reminder, out. so I'm going to delete it. I just print out the email. <laughs> you print, print out. out the Text email. It I print. And uh, <laughs> when the sundial says the meeting starts, I head on I send over it to my pager. <laughs> you know why? Because if I am driving. 
and I'm trying to remember how to like if there's extra instructions for go to this gate and then do this and this it's easier if I just have it printed out careful that is true I don't always thank you I don't always but I've been burned before when I am trying to call the person and there's a time crunch and I'm like oh shit I don't have their phone number in my contacts I've got to find the email and then that's always when your phone won't work Hmm. I find yeah you delete emails I never delete any work emails delete them I like to have a record of everything, and yes. also I, I'm so like hung up on nostalgia that I have like 15 year old emails that I still think I'll pull out and read one day. See, yeah, I wish that. I still had access to my AOL. Account. I saved almost every email that I like wrote or sent I'd, from like 15. And years. I wish I hadn't used work email accounts because I would love to go back and read some of the emails from different jobs. It dawned on me recently that I've had Gmail a long time and that I've never deleted. So there is a there the is first- a record of. Every email I've ever sent. The first email you ever sent me is somewhere in Gmail. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I have all my first emails with I all and stuff. Al, let me ask you a really important question. Go ahead. Everybody at the table probably already knows the answer to this, but this is a really important question. How come sometimes on your phone, let me get the whole question out because I know you know the answer already. Before you, when you delete an email, sometimes it says trash and sometimes it says archive. Okay, that's the whole question. That's a good question. Well, I yeah. know the answer to You do? Yes. But go ahead. There's a setting in your iPhone that you tell it either to archive or to delete. So archive, what it does is it like sends it to, um, think of it as like putting in a file folder on like a distant shelf. It's but, not like readily available. But how but does it choose which it? ones you can trash and which ones you can archive? Uh, there's a setting in your iPhone uh, that you set per account. To tell it to either archive it or delete def- it when must you default. swipe a certain way. It must default it for different ones because like, Gmail yeah. is always archived, but I didn't select yeah, that. It defaults to those because like when it does, when you say like they, Apple sets everything up. This is Steve Jobs thing is to make it so easy that you don't know what's happening on the back end. But there's like a handshake that takes place when you say, I set up a Gmail account. It puts all the information together and it's telling it to archive is like its default. Hmm. But, but you it, just go into your iPhone and change it. Right, but does it is it taking up more space on my phone if I archive it? No, what is it's telling the serve the Gmail server to do to archive not delete. But if you archive it, can you go get it later? Yeah. Yeah, Did archiving is longer? like so part of what happens with enterprise email like with large company emails, they hate when you save all of your emails to your uh, like local email drive or your local email server right because it makes everything run slower and takes all the memory so like typically it will either auto archive at a certain point and take it far away so it says like you can see a picture of your email if you double click it then i'll bring it up and it maybe takes an extra two or three seconds to show up for a second yeah so that's kind of the difference the problem with that setting is that i have accidentally archived like Gap is having a sale, right, and then I'm like, "Oh well, that oh. emails." And this being said, <laughs> I do that all the time too. I'm like, Shit, why, did I, I do. "Why did I archive that email from Patagonia?" Yes. There will <laughs> there will be like real tech people who will come out and say what I'm saying is garbage and that I didn't explain it correctly. And well, fuck them. And they're 100 percent right. Mm. I'm explaining it as the best that I know how, but okay. I am not like an email admin. You're by just any protecting way. yourself from being under fire in the tech community, right? Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> some people are like, "Is that a handshake?" And I'm like, "I know it's not a handshake." I'm just if, saying. If somebody tried to say that to me, I would be like, "Fuck you! I'm in yeah. Al's corner. Like, I'm I have Al's back on this." Yeah, yeah. yeah you beat up a pregnant woman for eating deli meat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going to take Al's side. Al, here's a question. Because here's where I see here and for all the other reasons are why the Al system I can't implement it. 
I lie I'm in selling bed. it, by the way. It's TM's trademarked. Mm-hmm. The Al system. You're talking okay. about FFDR? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. FFDR. <laughs> I will lie or lay, I don't know, in bed when I can't sleep and check my email. Do you ever do that? Do you have your phone in bed with you? Uh, yeah, it'll be next to me. I oh, do yeah. check it. So, yeah. Oh, so you're FFDRing all on his phone yeah, all in the time. middle of the night. I'll even. do it without even unlocking my phone. Hubba hubba. So I'll oh. just, I'll see it from the like okay. notification bit delete. I don't need to So that. even need. in the middle of the night, you'll do it. Yep. Uh, you'll not, file in the middle of the night? Not always, but I will, like if I pick up my work phone, then I'll, I'm going through emails and cleaning my inbox out. Have you read that book, Getting Things Done? Do you know the GTR? Mm-hmm. Or do, have you read like productivity blogs or anything? No, but You're I just that, naturally no, no. Like that seems like I learned that philosophy from my dad mm. because he was that way. He would because we would go to uh, school really early in the morning, and he would leave the same time as we would, which was like five thirty or six in the morning. And I'd be like, "Why are you getting? To, you get to the office at like seven a.m. There's no reason." And he would say, "Like when I start my day, I clean out my email. I'm there before anybody else is there, and by eight or eight thirty, when everyone else is in the door, I'm like one hundred percent caught up, and I'm putting fires out all day." That like, is right? crazy. Like well, yeah, I mean, I listen. Tell your dad when he comes up for air to give me a call. I know he's been in the weeds all week. Yeah, and, he's been out of pocket. Yeah, a well, bit, he slammed. But, uh, <laughs> um, Al, your brain is fascinating to me, and also I don't understand anything that's happening inside of it. And it's scary. Yeah, it's, it's like, a scary place. It's, it's very so clean. orderly that it like terrifies yeah. me. It, you know what it, it is? Or- you guys, it's, a, it's, it's a, so helpful. It's I the final scene in two thousand one. A space odyssey is his brain. You know, just like. With the, the old clean, woman laying in the bed? Clean room, like staring at the monolith. She becomes a baby. You don't know yes. what happened. And then monkeys or whatever. Yeah, and monkeys. Yeah, it doesn't, that's in his it's brain. More about, it's more about, for me, because I like management, and I like being, uh, like, a, for me, it's more rewarding that someone else is really successful, and I can help them in that, than it is for me to say, like, I'm super organized, and I'm successful. So, for me, I like to to be like 100% caught up so that I'm more focused on my team and helping them as opposed to like, I got so many, I, you email, I can't even get to it. And they're like, right. but I asked you, uh, you know, someone passed away, I needed, I need to go to a funeral. Like, I, I didn't get the email yet. I'll get there. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to jump go. really quick. I find chaos in, or order in my chaos. Like if, I, I never really miss emails. I respond to everything. Yeah. And I'm like super, but I just do it in a very chaotic very yeah. chaotic and see way. for me like if i see someone like is in total disarray i don't i don't go in and say like oh, i can't believe that this i'm like hey everyone has a system do your thing <laughs> but when they say like why is your email so empty what are you doing are you just slacking off i'm like no this is just this is what makes me feel good how many feel, how many are in your inbox allison um like 900 i think but i feel like it on my phone on my computer just like uh, 200 or something. <laughs> but I, I don't know how it happened because I used to be on top of it all the time. So, some, some account balloon. Like I started having more accounts go into my main Gmail account and I think that that's, that's throwing off my numbers. I don't know. It used to, I used to always be at zero. Um, okay, here's some work lingo. I used to hear people who worked in news say that they were crashing. I'm crashing now, meaning I'm super slammed. Have you guys heard that one? It no. never made sense to me. No. But I've heard uh, in my current job, people or one, a couple people say they're drowning. Sure, I've heard that. But, but crashing, crashing made even less sense to me. Like I couldn't intuit what it meant until I think I think I had to ask. Like I can't, I can't deal, can't do this right now. I'm crashing. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's specifically a news I worked thing. in news, though, for a pretty long time, and I don't remember hearing that, actually. Anyone out there who knows the term crashing as relating to being super busy, let us know. Yeah, because I'd assume they mean they're just shutting down. That's yeah, not what they out. mean, though, yeah. yeah I mean, they'll talk about crashing in a story, which means, like, at the very last minute, putting in a story. Right, right, right. That, I know that one. Yeah. I know that one, for sure. No, it's just like, I'm crashing. Anyway. It's a TV term. There's a thing called crash credits. Yeah. Which are like a shortened version of the credit if mm-hmm. your show is running long. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Heather Staskiel says, flying is at least 20% worse now that there's no Sky Mall to peruse. <laughs> no I didn't more even Sky know there Mall. wasn't one. Yeah, Sky Mall went out of business. Yeah, two years yeah. ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Huh? Years ago. Yeah. I liked Sky Mall. Would never buy anything from it, but enjoyed looking That's at it. That's the problem, I think. Allison Kent says... Uh oh, uh oh, oh. Oh, it's exciting. The last, <laughs> excuse me, the less, <laughs> the less that snail mail is utilized, the more junk mail I get. Uh, hashtag enough return address labels for my lifetime. Yes, I find most of the mail that we pick up from our mailbox is just junk mail. Yeah, I was thinking about True. that today. I have an idea for an invention. Yes. And it's a, it's a recycling bin that attaches to your mailbox. Oh, oh that's nice. Great. So you can just push mail straight into the recycling bin. Yes. <laughs> no, like the mailman can put your mail in the recycling bin. I've thought bin. about that where you, yeah. just have a, you could just have a trash can and just say like, go ahead and just put it here because... But this is on the inside of your door. Oh, the slot is a recycling bin and the mail just goes straight into it uh-huh smart <laughs> that's a good idea fucking great idea <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna call but then it? you have that's... to empty that so why wouldn't why not just put it in the trash can <laughs> only because true you still have to empty the recycling well thing. what if it's on the street what if you put your front door on the street i don't know jenna there's a couple of hiccups <laughs> in the system but it's close i'm sorry my I point just, is that she's been watching a lot of shark tank i would rather what stops me from getting my own trash can <laughs> and just going out to business on my own well, there's nothing proprietary about what you're doing i love shark tank so much <laughs> sorry who's your favorite shark oh it varies from episode to episode but i'm pretty consistent with um robert i kind of like robert there's mm-hmm. sharks on that show is Oh yeah, yeah. Is he yeah. the bald one? He's a great white. No, it's the <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> the hammer. It's my favorite. <laughs> Ouch! I think I just threw out my back laughing. Paul says, "Whenever I see someone driving in the exact same car as me, I feel we have an unspoken bond." I had that when I drove a Saab, and I was. Oh the- yeah, Saab is a total silent bond. I know. Guy car, I know. Yeah. I was that guy. You and hated I- on the dead, and you drove a Saab. <laughs> Yeah, I did for a little bit, and uh, and and I remember I had like a green saw, like a nine hundred, whatever that classic looking saw. And I remember one, I remember being at a um, uh, a light, light, yeah. And there was a guy coming the other way, and he was in the light. We had the same car, and I was like, I nodded, and he just looked at me like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that was douchey. Okay, of him or you? Me. I was just like, hey, we got the same car. He's like, whatever. Like, who cares? like he should have bonded with you like hey buddy yeah like a douche like a douche shannon hurley says as a former supermarket cashier i remember every fruit plu kiwi 4030 banana 4011 how do they do it red delicious 4015 jmo for cashiers is that implying that fruits have a nationwide code is there a standardized code i'm no, I, I think, think they're so. just saying for their for store. For her store, yeah. Right, right. 
I, they should yeah. have standardized. I'm fascinated by that. I don't understand how they do it. And every time I'm at the store, I'm just like, how did you know that was a Braeburn apple? And how do you know what the number <clears> is? Like, they just if are you crazy. Did that, they have to look it up. If you did that for eight hours yeah, or whatever, you'd every day, you'd, you'd remember. Know. Wrong. You would. If you had 10 key. Yeah, 10 yeah key. by the way, when are we going to get that 10 key? <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> Man, I, that would be a useful key. <laughs> Four J- avocados. And lastly, JMO's for A-Rose says, constantly roll sleeves up and down and take off on and zip unzip an outer layer to maintain the perfect temperature. I feel like that's how you're supposed to do it, but I, that's not how I'm doing it. I'm constantly just turning the air conditioner on or the heater on or putting on a sweatshirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or the heated blanket. I'm all about electric blankets. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming an old lady with my old lady hands. I used to have one and I loved it. Electric blankets are awesome. What, what happened? happened? She got I, married I to a furnace. I burned down my house. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't need one. This guy over here. I run hot. No, what? No, no, no. Here's what happens. Nice drop, by the way. Uh, here's what happens is it's not so much that he runs. Well, he does run hot, and then he just takes the entire comforter and puts the other half yes, on top so of me, with- and then I'm double layered, and it's so hot. You don't need a comforter most of the year in Los Angeles. I know, but they're comfy. I still like mine. Mm-hmm. I just need they feel great. Yeah. yeah, I like to be bundled up. It's nice when you first get into bed, and then it's like yeah, ugh. for the first eight seconds that I'm awake, and then I fall right asleep, and then I don't need anymore. And then he just tosses it right on top. That of That would me. be a good invention. Something that monitors when you fall asleep, it removes the comforter for you. Good. good Get idea, that actually. guy. That would be good. That guy that's going to take down the Christmas tree can come and remove. I mean, you definitely Just the dude that just is like hanging out in the house waiting to like do things like that. Snapping in front of your eyes to that's, see if you're awake. That's your new hybrid combination, Drifter Butler. <laughs> Drifter Butler. I was going to say Hobo Butler. So you're way. You're Hobo wait. Butler. D R I F T R R B U T L R R. It's an Swipe app. right or left no, no, it's, a, it's an Uber for hobo butlers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go up to Silicon Valley tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that was just me or everyone. And I want to tell you guys about the dog of the week. Oh, but first yay. I want to hear a long song. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog. That's what you are. You are a dog. You are a dog. A doggy dog. In the doggy dog world. That's what you are. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. Okay. The dog I want to tell you about this week, being trained by my friend Laura London, is a um, beagle and a basenji. 
like a mix. And her name is Pernelia. She's three years old. She's little, or she's a medium-sized dog, but she looks little in this photo. She's black and white. She has one ear up and one ear down, and she is super cute. Uh, here's the description. Beautiful Pernelia is looking for someone to love. She's a little shy and nervous in her kennel, but warms up when you spend a few minutes with her. After sitting in the grass with her, she snuggled up on my lap and started kissing me. Yes, one ear is up and one is down. Her small size makes her a great apartment dog. And by the way, of all the dogs we talked about on the show, this is the first one that is um, little or medium. Again, labeled as medium, but she looks kind of little to me. Um, but the other dogs we talked about have been large dogs, so she's like more um, more portable size. And you can visit her by going to shelterme.com slash downy slash Pernelia, P-E-R-N-E-L-I-A, and then the number eight. So shelterme, S-H-E-L-T-E-R-M-E dot com slash downy, D-O-W-N-E-Y slash Pernelia, P-E-R-N-E-L-I-A, and the numeral eight. Uh, you can get to this also in the episode description on my website, alisonrosen.com. Look, here she is. Isn't she cute? Oh, so cute. Puppy. Uh, Jeff, what, do you hate her? (laughs) Thank you. I was just joking. Uh, Because everyone odd. Okay, you guys, that is our show. Um, T-shirts available on the website. Bonus episodes like the one that we talked about earlier. Um, That was this episode, right? Where we talked about Annie Letterman and yes. Train. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, oh, no. Sorry. But I'm wrong. That is not a bonus episode. That's just a regular episode. But bonus episodes. We have ringtones available. Hey, hey, hey. Go, go fuck yourself. Just go to the store. Touch the tushy. Touch, touch At AllisonRosen.com. I think I mentioned everything else. It feels weird. It feels a little bit empty. But that's okay. You guys, thank you so much for all the support. And you guys, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 